Welcome to the Treble Health Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ben Thompson, audiologist and founder of Treble Health. This podcast is supported by treblehealth.com, the nation's leading telehealth service for tinnitus and hearing loss treatment. Thank you for being here on our podcast and make sure to subscribe to get our newest episodes sent straight to you. Let's get ahead with today's episode. Welcome to the Tinnitus Relief Podcast. Today I am joined by Steve. We are going to go on a journey of different ways to approach tinnitus care and treatment. Steve had tried a specific kind of clinical trial that was putting a drug inside of the ear canal. He also tried some other methods that Treble Health, our telehealth practice, had helped him with. So we're going to discuss Steve's journey and how he found relief. His most recent tinnitus score measured by the tinnitus functional index was within the mild range. So when went from more bothersome tinnitus all the way down to mild tinnitus, which we would describe as a success because millions mm-hmm. of people are living with mild tinnitus, including myself. Steve, tell us a bit about your journey, where you are today, and then let's go back all the way to the beginning of how this started for you. Tinnitus started for me on September 26, 2021. So I was at a sporting clay event, which is like um, trap shooting. So it's using a shotgun to shoot sporting clays and was wearing hearing protection, foam hearing protection uh, throughout the event. Uh, the next morning I woke up and I had a loud ringing in my, my right ear and it persisted obviously throughout the day and into the night, disrupted my sleep and then has persisted ever since. So that was my introduction to tinnitus. And the first thing I thought about when I understood that it was not going to be leaving me and staying with me is that I was going to try to beat it. And I thought uh, a crafty way of doing that or a unique way of doing that would be to join a clinical trial. So I started looking for clinical trials. I saw one in Europe, which obviously was unobtainable. And then I noticed there was another one ongoing in the United States. It was in the second stage of the trial. And there was a location in Chicago, which is about two hours away from me, where they were administrating the drugs. So I signed up, went through all the vetting process with uh, the doctors down there and was admitted to the trial. Went down there several times over the course of the fall and and really was of the mindset that by Christmas of 2021, I wouldn't be dealing with it at all. That was truly my mindset. I thought I'd hit a gold nugget and I was on the right path. So did nothing to acclimate to it or assimilate myself to the fact that I would have this for life. Really just focused on getting through my days and getting into the trial and going through the procedures of the trial. And I thought it was, like I said, I thought I was in a really good place. So attended the trial. Uh, was administered a double-blind drug, so neither the doctors at uh, the clinic nor myself knew what I was getting, and then had to start like monitoring my tinnitus moving forward. And the only noticeable effect from it was that my ear got filled up with fluid, and the tinnitus actually got louder for a brief period of time until that fluid kind of made its way out of my ear canal. So, and then after that, I don't think there was any noticeable effect to it at all. It's hard to quantify because in the early stages of tinnitus, you're in such a state uh, that, you know, everything just seems worse than it is. And so I was obviously still very troubled by it at the time, having had no counseling or any other, any other help. Um, So 
it would be very hard to quantify, but obviously the trial was stopped uh, as I was about three quarters of the way through it. And they, they, they stopped the trial and told me no longer had to come. So, And that particular clinical trial was trying to find a way for this solution to go through the inner ear and mix in with the cochlea. And yep. because it was a true double blind study and it was mm-hmm. uh, a solution or, or a drug, they were able to say no compared to comparing these two groups. The true placebo group shows that this, this drug compound isn't having the kind of success that they would need to continue the trials. Well, good for you for seeking solutions and you know being proactive mm-hmm. in that sense. What did that teach you? And and I'm you know I'm sorry because I'm sure that was frustrating to have waited so long, planned your life around this, went ahead and tried it, uh, only mm-hmm. to only to after some time realize this didn't do that much for me. Right. Uh, it was very disappointing, and I was obviously very troubled after the fact and. Um, that's when I started to reach out to uh, Trouble Health and got paired up with Dr. Tracy. And I started doing sessions with her. I want to say that was in March of 2022. So then I started that. So it was actually even a couple months there after the trial ended or after I had the drug administered that I still waited it out. And then I started in with Dr. Tracy. And that's where I really started settling into the fact that this is a lifelong condition. There's likely not going to be a cure, at least anytime soon. And that, you know, habituation is the, the best alternative for me. So, yeah. So I, I met with Tracy on a monthly basis and I found it incredibly helpful just to know that what I was going through is, although unique, it's normal. And relaxing and accepting it was probably the best thing that you can do. And once I started kind of really getting into that mind groove and and applying the things that she taught me on a daily basis when I really started forgetting about it a little bit, a little bit, a little bit more every day and really started settling in where it wasn't disrupting me on a, on a daily basis. So There are many individuals in our community who want to hear success stories of patients who were able to achieve relief and some degree of improvement or habituation with their tinnitus but they still hear the sound. The volume hasn't necessarily changed that much, but for Mm -hmm. this particular example, we want to know, can someone still get better, have their life improved, hear hear the sound less often while the volume Mm -hmm. stays more or less the same? What was your experience with the improvement over time in terms of the awareness of tinnitus, how much it bothers, and the volume? Sure. The volume, of course, when you first start with it is startling because it's something new and it's so distracting. And I think you just concentrate on it constantly and that makes it the perception of it worse. I would say over time, I don't think the volume of it has changed at all. I just think that my perception of what's going on is working more and more towards being benign versus it being something that's happening to me that I need to be, you know, constantly vigilant about. So, when I was constantly vigilant about it and thinking about it and trying to see if it's in this year or this year, what's going on, of course, it seemed louder and it was intense and it was disruptive. And then as I moved through counseling and I started opening up my peripheral view and started taking in more of my sound environments that are just naturally around you every day and trying to start noticing those things more, I'd have 
days where I noticed for about 15 minutes that I actually didn't even perceive the sound at all. It was there, but it wasn't a factor in anything the way I was thinking at the moment. So, and then all of a sudden you remember that you have tinnitus and it would just pop right back into your head, which was frustrating, but it was also comforting to know that for 15 minutes, I had forgotten about it completely. And I just kept thinking to myself, well, if I can forget about it for 15 minutes, I can forget about it for 30. I can forget about it for an hour. I can forget about it for a day. And so that's just kind of the way I've been thinking of it. And then uh, really just trying to get back to my life and the things that I was used to doing as quickly as possible and just forcing myself to get out into social situations and work situations so that I constantly had life's normal distractions in mind and outweighing or trying to outweigh the tenderness. You shared this important balance of being proactive with what you're doing to help you, but also not mm-hmm. hyper-focusing on the tinnitus. For anyone who's listening who is also dealing with challenging tinnitus, Steve had shared this important perspective change of going from, I'm trying to fix this to get rid of it, to bring it to zero. While that's helpful to some degree, because a few percentage of patients are able to find a physical cause and potentially have a cure or a treatment that brings it to very, very little. But most Mm. of us are dealing with the margins in between of marginal improvement or 50% better or things like this. And and that's where a lot of the opportunity lies. I'm not here to say that every person's going to go through your exact experience because for some people, it takes longer time for these things to shift. For other people, Mm -hmm. they can notice a shift of their awareness and a shift of the volume. So Mm -hmm. it's really unique and personal in that sense. You brought up this language of, I forgot about it for 15 minutes. Well, that is a a good way to share the experience. But I want to bring in an important point, which is you didn't actively try to forget it. It was your brain doing that on your own behalf. And the experience Mm -hmm. was as if it wasn't there, was as if it was forgotten. And that that is an example of what we call habituation. This is a mental process that can take place. The same process takes place with me not being aware of clothes on my skin or glasses touching my nose or Mm -hmm. the sound of my breathing or the beat of my heart. The brain can learn to habituate or reduce the perception of these benign, non-threatening, understood sensations over time. And that's what you were experiencing when you're noticing, oh, I I forgot about it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. One of the most memorable moments I had is I went snowboarding with a good friend of mine and we were out on the slopes for two or three hours. And at the end of the session, and we decided to head back in, I noticed that, you know, going back to my childhood, these sounds that you hear that you're used to hearing while snowboarding, that was what was flooding my mind the entire time we were there. And I literally kind of just forgot about the tinnitus for over a two or three hours. And that was just one of those really benchmark moments in my progress. I'm like, wow, like I can do this. I can, I can forget about it for long periods of time. And that was just, you know, a good feeling a to get out and be social and B to just have the experience of, I knew it was there. It didn't go away. It's a distinctive noise, but I really hadn't thought about it. I was taking in all the sounds of the chair lifts and the people on snow and the sound of the snowboard cutting through the snow and, and all those sounds just kind of wiped it out for a little while. So that was, that was, a, that was like I said, that was a big watershed moment for me that another one that, you know, I, you can get used to this and you can forget about it for long periods of time. 
So Steve, tell us about those tools that you did learn from Dr. Tracy at Tribal Health. You had worked with us for a series of ongoing appointments. Uh, We do Mm -hmm. offer appointments. We also offer different devices or sound therapy technologies. What were the tools that you found helpful that helped you promote this mental process, this brain process of tinnitus relief of habituation? Sure. So I did two separate sessions, so to speak, with with Tracy, uh, Dr. Tracy. And the first one was from March until about October of 2022. And at that point, we kind of thought that maybe I'd, I'd kind of gotten to a point where I could keep going on my own. And so we kind of graduated at that point. And up until then, we were just working on CBT, all things about mindset, sleep, you know, anything that she could offer as far as sleep, which was big for me, because that's where I had the most problems with it was at night. And so we just concentrated on those. And some of the mindset techniques that she gave to me were very helpful. Uh, There's definitely periods where you're feeling very down and very frustrated with it. And it was very helpful just to do a quick reset on the thinking and use some of the techniques that Tracy taught me. And that would get you through the day. I mean, it's amazing how just reframing the way that you think about it, even when it's very troubling. For me, it was, I have variable tinnitus, so it changes often. Uh, So for me, I would just say, I bet an hour it'll be different. And it usually was. Whether the tinnitus was different or my perception of it was different, I could get myself out of those holes where you're just struggling mentally. So that was very important. And then the sleep, she gave me some techniques on sleep too that I implemented and you know, that was a little hit or miss, but it was something I had to put into practice and really believe that I could do. And it took a little while longer, comfortable with it at night than it did during the day, but uh, we got there. Uh, and then I think we did the graduation and said we were good, but then I kind of relapsed. I think life just got stressful. I don't think I put as many things into practice as I should have. And I came back and I did the sound generators. So I did one of your deals where I I bought those and did five more sessions with Tracy on a monthly basis. So five more months of that. And that really kind of helped me get over the hump that I couldn't get over under the first sessions that I did with her. So wearing the sound generators for six hours a day for a period of about three months really kind of helped soften the blow and get me over that final hump. And I don't use them every day anymore. Uh, I'm in a pretty good place with it right now during the day. And I have used them at night periodically as needed if I have difficulty falling off to sleep. But other than that, I'm feeling pretty good about it right now. Well, we are your biggest supporter and we're happy to know that you're better. Still maintaining your progress, still putting these things into practice like you had shared is important. Sound therapy can be used as a sound machine or a smartphone. Those are the more low tech or basic ways to use sound therapy, playing sound in the room that we're in. For anyone who Mm -hmm. wanted to learn about the sound generators, those are also called tinnitus maskers. If someone has some Mm -hmm. degree of hearing loss, then those tinnitus maskers can also be programmed as hearing aids for tinnitus And the research supports the use of both of the tinnitus sound therapy coming in consistently, providing Mm -hmm. that pink noise or similar type sound through the system. And then additionally, 
turning on some hearing aid features can only help tinnitus treatment further. Wanted to explain that for anyone who was wondering, what does Steve mean by those sound generators? Because mm-hmm. sometimes we use different language and different words, yeah. but really it's a form of sound therapy treatment that's used on the ears that uh, we work with at Treble Health that tinnitus specialized audiologists use. Steve, what are your words of encouragement or hope for our listeners who are here learning from you and your stories today? I think the words of encouragement is it's really hard to believe at the beginning of the onset of tinnitus that this is something that you'll ever get used to or be able to live with. I would say take it one day at a time. Uh, I would say getting counseling was probably the best thing that I did just to be able to talk to somebody on a monthly basis that is familiar with it because not that many people are, uh, really helps uh, normalize it and make you feel like there's an opportunity there to develop a life that you had before with tinnitus. It's not going to go away, but it doesn't have to be a hindrance and you can get back to all your daily activities. Uh, in fact, I one, one of the things that I would recommend to people is just even though it's frustrating, even though being social with it is distracting, I'd highly recommend to get out, be social, go to work if you can, do all the things that you can do. It'll be tiring, it'll be frustrating, but it's worth it because it'll start distracting you from what's going on in your ears like right away. So I found it helpful at, at any rate to get out there and just keep doing things. So uh, as frustrating as it was, you know, you feel like you're the only one in the room that's going through this and you might maybe likely are, but the bigger point is that you're out there doing it and you can do it. So I wouldn't say I'm a hundred percent habituated, but 18 months later, I mean, I would not want to be back in the position I was in when I started. I'm, I'm way better, I'm way healthier, both mentally and physically. So you can do it. You can get there and it will happen. Great. Steve, keep it up. We love your inspiring story, your helpful story. And for anyone who's watching here on YouTube, please comment helpful if Steve's story helped you put things together, hear a different perspective, hear one person's tinnitus journey. Uh, Remember that there's many factors that go into what is the cause of your tinnitus, what solutions are available for you. Please do get help. Uh, Treble health is one way. There's other ways to get help for tinnitus. Please do consider that if you're in need. Steve, thank you so much. And I hope to check in soon and potentially have you back another time where you can share what it's like to be six months or one year uh, later on in your journey. Thank you so much. Yeah, not a problem. Thank you. Appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. This is your host, Dr. Ben Thompson. If you have two minutes, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a five-star review on the Apple podcast platform for the Treble Health podcast. Thank you for your time. And if you need any services for tinnitus or hearing aids, please head over to treblehealth.com and our team of expert audiologists will be able to help you via telehealth. Have a great one and see you soon.